When you go into a, a disco, if you go into a bar or anything like that, you're just kind of picked up and, you know, you're not kind of treated as a person, you're just kind of there, you are on the make sort of thing, you know. So we decided the best thing to do would be to see what this is like, you know. Uh, why did I join the Bureau? Well, the main thing was that oh, I felt like the dances in town had nothing for me, you know. I just didn't enjoy them, sort of, and I wanted to meet sort of genuine people of my own age group. I think I met them here, you know, even men and women. But anybody that wants to make new friends, and it's a very good place to meet them. I've met many friends, but I'm a, what you call less or more a drifter. And just because uh, I'm not settled down doesn't mean that uh, I haven't met many nice people. Just close my eyes and I'm with you And all that I so want to give you, babe It's only a heart Friendship, love, romance and marriage are very much part of human relationships. There have been all sorts of ways of bringing people together over the years. Matchmaking was at one time very popular in Ireland... But that form of establishing relationships has now been replaced by social introductory bureaus of many kinds. Brendan Coffey felt there was a great need for this sort of service here in Ireland. I was full-time in social work uh, in England, and over there uh, I realised that, uh, even at personal level, that it was very, very difficult for uh, a boy or a man or an adult, as I was then in the late 30s, uh, to make any sort of uh, initial step in uh, establishing a relationship with a girl. Because when you go to the dances, uh, you find that uh, most of the girls there are committed and uh, you're not too sure uh, of the rest, whether they may be committed or not. And it is very, very difficult for the fellas. And talking to girls when I came home, I find that in Dublin and in the urban areas, that uh, there is a great um, atmosphere of uh, apprehension on their part uh, because uh, they are not too sure whether a fellow who may look uh, eligible, attractive, etc., etc., whether he's available or not, uh, whether he's free for, to establish a relationship because he could be have uh, a wife and three or four kids at home. And so I thought then, uh, when I met Mary uh, and got married and settled down, that it would be uh, fulfil a social need on the Irish scene, because at that stage in uh, 1973 there was only the Knock Bureau, which was catering in the main for uh, the rural areas. And um, uh, we set up and started advertising and made contacts uh, with people. And uh, from the from the very outset, we uh, found that uh, very ordinary people from varying backgrounds and professions and trades and um, country people and city people, that uh, the need was there. And uh, it has been proved since the need was there. We have chalked up 83 marriages in that space of time. Uh, you may say this is a big percentage if you're an optimist or a small if you're a pessimist. Uh, the range is, uh, at least the average, is about 1 in 20. 20 people that approach us, uh, so far, one has married. Brendan Coffey's success rate is impressive when one considers the haphazard encounters that Angela McNamara envisages at the more usual meeting places. Yes, the pub disco dance hall these would be the main social centres and these would be where people go to meet people 
and girls hope to meet boys and vice versa. Some of them are successful. They all meet, if you like, in the sense of coming together at some level. Sometimes it's at a very superficial level and no real friendship develops and they can go on like that for years, going to these places and never having a real friendship. Others, I suppose by chance or providence or call it what you may, do meet someone with whom they can really talk and subsequently they go to other places or they go out for a meal together or they go to a film or theatre and they begin to share in a broader sense. So, in effect, they do meet um, suitable people and they subsequently marry. But it's chancy. The pub, as the accepted meeting place in Ireland, raises some questions for social psychologist Ian Hart. The pub in Irish tradition has um, served the function of overcoming loneliness, perhaps much more than any other institution, um, even, regrettably, including that of marriage, has in Irish society in the past. And we do have to ask ourselves questions about why that should be so. Why is it that people perhaps are most themselves with a few drinks on them? And why can't they be more themselves at home? You know? We have to ask ourselves questions like that. Um, there's no surefire way of planning how to overcome loneliness in people. One can provide them with opportunities of uh, overcoming loneliness, but in a way there's a great chance element in it all, and a lot depends on uh, the possibility of someone coming into a relationship with one which is enhancing, which does enhance one's whole being, and which is an accepting kind of relationship, so one can be oneself in that relationship. And if one can't be oneself in one's fundamental relationships, then one will be lonely, because one is not ultimately being valued in those relationships. Aspects of one may be value, valued, such as one's good looks or one's intelligence or one's social status, but one's being as such isn't. And when one is in that kind of situation... Um, one really is at risk of, of grave loneliness. Why be lonely? You will find our group congenial. Dancing to the latest music. Your admission, just two dollars. Hundreds of attractive singles Saturday. Why be lonely? I would like to see myself as, as a creator of, of courting opportunities uh, and that our service uh, is geared uh, to people on either side of the sex divide for whom uh, those opportunities are either limited or non-existent. And that is quite a large uh, percentage of the adult population because the uh, commercial enterprises uh, do not seem... Uh, to cater, they cater for entertainment of course, you have the discos and very well run discos too and um, dances, very well organised dances, but there is in the cities that uh, anonymity uh, uh, in those places that people can hide behind 
and uh, which makes it more difficult uh, for people who are genuine and sincere and trying to uh, meet people, uh, not specifically perhaps for marriage, but uh, to meet people that they would like to meet again and um, socialise with. Problem page columnist Angela McNamara feels that the difficulty in establishing relationships stems from the wrong kind of education. I think that the difficulty is because uh, people are trying to measure up to what they believe is their role in life and not being able to be themselves. We don't allow people to be themselves. And so they feel, I'm known perhaps in a certain role, but I'm not known as I know myself. And that's the way I'd like to be known and accepted. What do you think is to blame for this giving people certain roles? Uh, I think our system of education is wrongly oriented anyway. I think it should be scrapped from top to bottom uh, because I think nowadays it's almost daily more clearly recognised that people need to be educated to fulfil their role as people um, more than to become academic robots and even though of course I see the importance of uh, academic learning I feel that the priority should be given to human authenticity I think to be authentically human is very much more important and I feel that we have to learn this is not just something that happens I feel that skillful human relating should be learned and should be taught almost as a science Yes, I think there's there's quite a lot of value in marriage bureaus as the kind of introductory ploy, you see. Like, you know, I mean, in some ways, meeting someone through a marriage bureau might be better than meeting someone in a crowded disco, you know, or meeting someone at work, or meeting someone in the supermarket, or <laughs> wherever one meets people. And um, there, there's something to be said for it. But I would emphasize that it's kind of a just the, the opening of the door, you know, that is an introduction only, and that what happens then is very much up to oneself and the other person. And uh, there's no surefire way of, of guaranteeing success, you know. Um, one could, of course, say, well, look, I will live my life in such a way that I will only put 30% of myself into any one relationship, <laughs> a kind of insurance policy against disaster. But if you do that, you also won't get much out of it, you see. Mm. It seems to, there seems to be a law of nature in that, that unless you put yourself fully into something, well, it's unlikely to be any great shakes anyway. When a person applies to uh, an introductory service or a marriage bureau or what, the very fact of applying does not mean that that person is uh, marriage material. And uh, I would not take it upon myself because I don't think that I'm competent and I don't believe that anybody else is competent either uh, to determine who might be a marriage partner for somebody else. God knows it is hard enough to decide it for yourself. But to take uh, mere statistics and uh, to say, well, that person would be suited uh, to that, uh, like I frankly don't don't uh, believe that that is possible because there is you have to leave room for the fact that there is a depth of uh, individuality in each one's personality uh, that cannot be quantified on paper. Many years of 
since I wandered from my home in the Oklahoma hills where I was born. Many a page of life has turned, many a lesson I have learned, and it's in those hills I feel that I belong. Saturday night, a hotel in Dublin. Seventy-five men and seventy-five women have gathered for a singles get-together. All members of Brendan Coffey's Universal Bureau, and all anxious to meet people. Where the Black Ball River flows and the snow white cotton grows And it's in those hills I feel that I belong uh, Why did I join the Bureau? Well, the main thing was that oh, I felt like the dances in town had nothing for me. You know, I just didn't enjoy them, sort of, and I wanted to meet sort of genuine people of my own age group. I think I met them here, you know, even men and women. Well, now, having gone to the first one about a year ago and you get to know the people at it and, you know, you're going to enjoy the night anyway because, you know, you get to know quite a lot of the people. Have you made a lot of friends, both male and female? I have, yeah. Were you looking for anything specific when you joined? Not really, no. It was just somebody to to speak to and uh, sort of enjoy the evenings with. Were you lonely before you joined? I was, sort of, yeah. I didn't... I'd given up dancing, like, and uh, I didn't go out very much. And what have you found here? Well, I feel that everybody's on this sort of same level, and um, everybody's just here to enjoy an evening. That's the way I feel about it. Well, I'm here. Enjoy myself, number one. Possibly to meet a friend, I met a girlfriend. I have met a couple of girlfriends over here before, very nice girls they were. And uh, there is a nice cross section of people here, young and old, to, fit, to suit all tastes. And it's not a dance hall atmosphere, very informal. And uh, the idea of the club is a very good one, I think. What did you come here looking for? What did you, or why did you join the club, in fact? Well, to meet people, mostly. I like meeting people. And I have met quite a few people through the club. Very nice people. From all walks of life. Made many friends. But you, you don't strike me as being the sort of person who would find it hard to make friends in other ways of life, in the pub, in ordinary discotheques, dance halls, that sort of thing. Why did you join this club? Oh, well, I just saw it advertised and thought I would check it out, Such, as well as I've done many other clubs. And uh, it's just uh, primarily for a night out to meet people. Oh, I've met many people in other places, surely, but... This is one of the best clubs, one of the better clubs. Do you come to all the functions they organise here? Almost all, yeah. I enjoy them all. Have you found what you're looking for here? Well, if I knew what I was looking for, 
I might find it, but I'm not that sure what I'm looking for. <laughs> I decided to come here because, um, first of all, I saw him on the late late and my friend and I got together and we decided that it would, it would be fun to come here and meeting people and um, it was a night out. Um, it's, it's great to get together and you're meeting different people. Um, why do I come here tonight? Um, just to enjoy ourselves, meeting the same people again, getting together. You can go to discos and go dancing, but it's not the sort of people that I would enjoy being with. I find them very young, teenagers. Um, go to dances. You're not quite sure who you're going out with. Um, it could be married people. Not really your type at all, you know? So these uh, get-togethers, like, you know who you're going out with. They're good, respectable people. I can see very well how that would be, uh, the, the system that we have could uh, uh, be open, but we try to curtail... Uh, we don't take any more than 150 at any function and uh, all we guarantee is that there will be an equal divide amongst the sexes an, an exact even number so for every man uh, there'll be a girl uh, several girls in his own age group and uh, for every woman there'll be a man there so that there's uh, plenty of um, uh, we'll say socialising but the geezer who comes and expects the married man uh, for a bit on the side will be disappointed because he has to sign a document saying that he is legally free to marry if he should uh, desire to do so and uh, anybody who has uh, other uh, intentions or who is committed we'll say already in marriage uh, realises that this is in fact a legal document and I think that that is sufficient to uh, shy him away I don't think you get the same atmosphere in a dance or a discotheque. The, the people here don't have the same sort of uh, outlook or something. It's uh, different. They don't want to just uh, bring you off to bed as soon as they meet you. You know what I mean. Some nights are not so good. This is a very good night. Good music and the band's playing at the right pitch and there's a very nice crowd there. Well, how would you define a night that wasn't so good? Well, sometimes uh, you'd be unlucky. You, have, uh, you don't have enough accommodation in the hotel. The hotel, the space may be a bit cramped or the band wouldn't uh, play a selection of music that would suit uh, everybody and... They pay a particular style and stick to that. This band here is very versatile. It keeps changing around and suits everybody. I think everybody's well pleased with the performance tonight. So it's the band and not the people? 
or both. If you've got a lot of nice people and has a very bad band, the atmosphere is not right and uh, you get a lot of long faces and nobody seems to be enjoying themselves. What about if you get a very nice band and not such nice people? Has that oh, happened? Oh, that has happened too, yes. But tonight now is a good combination. This is a very good party. Have you found what you're looking for tonight? Mm, I, I didn't tell you. I wasn't sure what I was looking for. <laughs> but anybody that wants to meet new friends and... It's a very good place to meet them. I've met many friends, but I'm a, what you'd call a less or more drifter. And just because uh, I'm not settled down doesn't mean that uh, I haven't met many nice people. May I ask you a very, very personal question? Are you, you, are you looking for a wife? Uh, maybe. It's possible that I am, if I met the right person. I'm not in no hurry settling down. Uh, the singles parties, I think, are the best, <laughs> the best thing that we've done so far in that uh, we get, get the members uh, uh, together, all our own members and some who are not members. We'd say there'd be about 60% of our own members and 60% new blood uh, prospective members and we get them all together, 150 of them, 75 of each sex, and uh, we have the um, functions at different hotels and um, we have the first hour uh, is uh, drinking, not an orange, you know, at all, but uh, 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 an orange or a sherry or whatever it is to help uh, people to uh, get to know each other before the dinner. And I think this is vital from a psychological point of view that they can circulate. They don't have chairs, we don't have them sitting down because it's much more... Um, when the fellas get <laughs> uh, seated and the girls get seated, it's very hard to shift them. And uh, it militates against good socialising because uh, you're kind of stuck with somebody when you're in a, s a sitting position and it would be a little bit perhaps rude or unmannerly to say, like, sorry, I'd better look for <laughs> fresher pasture you don't seem to suit my taste so they um, circulate and it's a natural thing we'll say if a fellow wants uh, another drink you know to excuse me and uh, we introduce them by name and this is the big thing that each person is identified identifiable a person with a name and an address and uh, it's not um, like what happens at, a, at, a, at an ordinary dance that nobody knows exactly who everybody who, who the other person is and uh, when the reception is over, as I said, it lasts an hour, they go in then to dinner and we uh, try to make them, uh, you know, mix around with the age groups and the dinner is over, then we have a, a dance uh, and um, uh, that's it. And uh, lots of people meet and they have their, lots of the, the Dubliners especially, at least people based in Dublin. And we have quite a lot of people who are based in Dublin who are from the country and in fact some of our more successful weddings were people who went back down the country incidentally but the, the people who are based here have little get-togethers on their own which is a nice thing we have our socials uh, once a month one every month and uh, it is nice that they can get together about a dozen or so of them and have uh, you know a little party perhaps in their own flat or uh, go to a, a hotel or someplace like that <laughs> uh, they don't pair off at the, at the end of the night, uh, but they may uh, they arrange dates. We'll say perhaps for the following weekend or for the following day, perhaps. I know that they do that, and um, uh, that that in that way, they you know the relationships are, are formed.
Lawrence of Merlin Company plays at most of Brendan Coffey's socials. He has the advantage of being something of an objective onlooker. People not involved in these introductory bureaus might wonder if there's something unusual or different about the sort of person who joins. They're just the same as people you'd meet in pubs, just the same as any normal person you meet in the street. They're just um, maybe a little bit shy going into the pub or something like that. And uh, maybe it's a person living on, on his own or her own, whatever the case may be, a uh, person living in the country. And they like to come up to Brendan's functions and... Uh, be introduced to people, formally introduced. Whereas when you're at a disco, you, it's, you don't know who you're dancing beside, don't know who's who or what's what. You know, whereas when you come to one of the Brendan's dances, you're brought along, you're introduced, uh, you're f- made feel very, very at home and very relaxed and um, carries on from there. These agencies are, of course, absolutely confidential, and if members talk about the activities to their friends, that's a matter for themselves. The girls are more open about it, I find. Uh, They uh, talk to their girlfriends, and uh, many of the girls who... uh, come to the functions, they come in pairs you know, or uh, even three uh, people, you know, working in an office like that, or people who are members of the of the Bureau as such, they tell their friends, you know and like we ask them, where did you hear of the Bureau, and it is very interesting uh, lots of them put down, from a friend you know, uh, the men uh, are uh, a little uh, more uh, closed up or I suppose a little bit more shy about letting the fact be known that they are members of the Bureau but they don't mind telling people that they've been at the functions. There's a, less of a stigma if there is a, a, a bit about the functions in that as I said it is, it is open you know and, and a natural way uh, people have to be left as I said with their pride and uh, their privacy and for that reason, I wouldn't uh, wonder that uh, you know that they don't uh, noise it abroad <laughs> that they are looking for a partner and that they have joined the bureau. Send me a postcard, drop me a line, stating point of view. Indicate precisely what you mean to say. You're sincerely wasting away. Give me your answer. Social introductory bureaus are a very human way of bringing people together, but as in every other business, the machine is now coming into its own, and computer dating agencies have been set up to complement the matchmaker and the marriage bureau. Drew McDowell is a director of one of these, and he explains how it works. Very briefly, we advertise in the uh, newspapers Sunday World and all the provincial papers, and people send us back uh, their inquiry and we send them out a brochure asking them various questions about themselves and the type of people they'd like to meet. When they have sent this back uh, with their fee, we enter them their details into the computer where we uh, select and match suitable uh, members of the opposite sex and send them uh, up to uh, a minimum of guarantee four introductions. 
Is this selection done entirely by computer or is there any personal involvement? Uh, it's done by computer. Are you ever Completely. very tempted to um, match people together if you find two very suitable application forms? It might be tempting, but uh, we don't do it. Can you tell me uh, how many members you have? Approximately 400 members. And have you any idea what sort of people these are? Yes. They're, roughly speaking, there's 50%. Uh, from the Dublin area and 50% outside. We have approximately 65% male members and we would like more female members. Uh, they are spread uh, evenly through the age groups of 17 to 40. Uh, we're uh, smaller numbers uh, when we go over 40. And uh, the occupation ranges are uh, equally spread so that we can offer our members a, a very good selection and fairly good matches. Do you tend to match people of the same background or do you, does the computer match people from totally different backgrounds and ha who have totally different interests? Uh, very briefly, the computer is programmed to select, uh, to make uh, the matches as suitable as possible based on uh, uh, the questionnaire. But very briefly, those to summarise, it's uh, number one based on area, uh, occupation, education, uh, age range, um, other uh, interests and some other questions that we ask about height, build, smoking, physical appearance and drinking habits and religion I don't see anything about marital status on the form uh, Well actually we do specify on the form that uh, people must be uh, single and over 17 years of age we do accept uh, legally separated people uh, and widows and widowers but surely it must be very easy for people to lie on a form and to pretend they're single when in fact they're not. Has this happened? Uh, it has happened on one occasion, and uh, needless to say, when that person was uh, found out very rapidly, uh, as he was by one of our female members, uh, we deleted him uh, from our system and also informed uh, one of our competitors, uh, another dating service, computer dating service, who also eliminated him from their books. Eileen Bartram and her husband, Alan, run another computer dating agency, and she sees theirs as one way of minimising the rebuffs that many young hopefuls come up against at social outings. When you're at a disco or at a party, if you're a little on the shy side, you stand the chance of being turned down flat, straight to your face, which is a bit hurtful. Here, you're contacted by post or by telephone, and you have the chance to have a chat or to write to someone, and then you meet. And you're not going to be turned down flat straight to your face, which is a bit off-pushing for most, most men anyway, if not girls, I find. So do you think it's mostly shy people who apply to you? I think it's a lot of shy and a lot of lonely people. They're not all shy or all lonely, but I think a lot are, which I was surprised to find, actually, when I first started. There are lots and lots of lonely pe people. And they don't have to be. All they have to do is write to us. And you'll provide the perfect date? Well, I didn't say the perfect date, but as near as damages, really. Well, if you were applying, what sort of man would you look for? <laughs> oh, I don't know. He'd have to be very handsome, I think, and very rich. <laughs> I suppose one might imagine the sort of person who would resort to a computer dating agency wouldn't have much going for them. But one of the people I met was young, vivacious and very attractive. Well, when we went to discos and things like this, when we were 
out of dances, we were just kind of picked up. It was like a cattle market. And when we saw the, the ad, we sort of said, well, might as well have a go. Because, I mean, to say, you're going to meet um, the type of person that you're, you're matched to, we thought. And um, we just thought we'd inquire and find out what, what, was, what it was all about, you know. Because we're kind of fed up with this idea. When you go into a, a disco, if you go into a bar or anything like that, you're just kind of picked up and, you know, you're not kind of treated as a person. You're just kind of there. You are on the mar- make sort of thing, you know. So we decided the best thing to do would be to see what this is like, you know. But in another way, this was surely putting yourself and, and your friend on the market, as it were. No, no, it's not. No, no, it's not like that at all. Well, in a way, like, you have a point there. You're kind of new to it, you would say that. But when you do get the, like, the forms and all, you see the way it's laid out. Have you seen a form? I have, yes. Well, I mean, you know, when you see that automatically, you know that the person who would enter this kind of thing is surely wants to meet somebody different, like, not the type run-of-the-mill, you know, when you meet somebody first, what do you do? You put on a big visage and you start saying, you know, I'm such and such and pretending you're like this, and you're not. Well, what's the point in, you know, going through this big, long preamble and then eventually finding at the end of nine months, probably, that you're just not at all suited? Whereas this way, I mean, you're just going to meet somebody you know that's going to be your type, and, well, as you saw from the form, I mean, you can't really lose, you know? And anybody I've met on Data Data, you know, we really had a great time. What sort of person were you looking for? I was looking what sort of person. I wasn't looking for a type of... Uh, somebody who was interested in what I was interested in. You know, not, not a big clash of, of personalities when you meet somebody. But I was... Um, uh, what could you say? We're just looking for somebody who was more interested. Like, it's hard for me to say who I was interested in. For a start, the things I was interested in could be boring, completely boring to somebody else. So surely when you join something like that, and as you see from that, well, they're going to be interested in the same thing you're interested in. So that's what I was after, really. You know, somebody who had more... Um, kind of snooty to say intelligence, isn't it? <laughs> but there's something like that, you know? So I went to London for uh, four months for a training course, and I joined a company in London called Dateline. And uh, I did it really t- because uh, I was there for four months. I didn't have... I wanted to have an immediate circle of friends, and I, I had great success from it. I... Uh, I uh, got six dates from it. I went out with three or four of them. And more important how I got on with the dates was that I got into a circle of friends. I joined their circles of friends, and I found it very successful. And that's really how, how the idea came up, because um, DataDate was the first company in Ireland to start computer dating. First of all, when I got the first letter, it was from him. I won't mention his name, but anyway, um, we, I got a very nice letter. After I sent it in, I was kind of wary. Oh, God, I've gone and made a mess of it. You know, I shouldn't have bothered and <laughs> I should have stuck to the bar. <laughs> but then um, when I got the letter from him, it was really nice, you know, and he was very shy but very witty, you know. And, he, like, I mean, reading the letter, I was in stitches, you know. So I, ra- I rang him and um, we had a date and we went out to, uh, where do we go? Yeah, we were searching for puffins, which must have been taken off the market. We just couldn't find it anyway. And then we went to a film afterwards, you know. We were really shy at first, but... Then again, you know, we knew what we were talking about. I knew what he was like, really, basically, and he knew what I was like, basically. So we could have sat all night in one cafeteria talking, you know, because it was, really it was so funny. <laughs> we really laughed our heads off because he was really a witty person, you know. But, um, of course, I've gone on a few dates, you know, but he, he stuck in my mind, you know, still does. <laughs> did you meet him often afterwards? Yeah, I did, yeah. I met him on a couple of... Like, at first, he was still kind of shy as to ring me or whether I, I, I was the same, should I ring him? You know, maybe he didn't really like me or vice versa. But I just said, I'll tell with it. So I did ring him and he said, oh, God, I wanted to ring you. And he told me the same thing again, you know, what I'd felt. So um, we, we've met kind of... We still are meeting, you know. And, um, I, you know, I like to meet him, sort of. You know, it'd be nice if you could meet him because then you'd understand more so than what I'm trying to tell you. But uh, I, I think... I think oh, I'm delighted with Dateline anyway, you know.
But um, you were offered six dates. Did you get six dates? Um, I did get six dates, okay, yeah. I think, well, I think, um, well, something happened with two. Yeah, we were chatting on the phone. I was chatting to, on the phone to one of them. Um, I rang, he rang me, actually, and we were talking for about a half an hour length on the phone. But I never heard from him after that, so basically, I suppose he, he didn't like what he got. <laughs> The computer dating agency run by Eileen Bartram and her husband Alan claims to provide you with a direct link to the type of person you are constantly searching for when you go to parties, dances and discos. It eliminates the frustration caused by constantly exchanging partners in the hope of finding the ideal person. Some people are fed up with the normal dating methods, some people are too shy for the normal dating methods and uh, I think if people sit down and think about it... Uh, when you meet somebody, uh, the first and only thing that you have is a physical attraction. When you meet somebody through DataDate with a computer program that we have, you're going to have somebody in the right age, the right height, the right build, the right religion, the same social background as yourself, and uh, the same educational background as yourself. And more important, he or she is going to have the type of interests that you are interested in. And... Uh, I think that this more than compensates for the lack of physical attraction, which, of course, might still be there uh, when you meet the person. What sort of traits do you think are most important? Well, I don't think... I think you're dealing with such a cross-section of people. I don't think there's any traits that are important. I think providing the form is filled in genuinely, uh, you're going to meet the type of person that you want to meet. Well, are people very concerned about religion? Do they want the same um, religion? Yes, I suppose... Uh, Especially in the older group, uh, most people want to meet somebody of their own religion, I suppose, especially if they're interested in, man in marriage. And do they want somebody who's slightly better social class as themselves, or much the same? Uh, I don't think you can generalise. When we break it down into four social classes, upper, upper middle, middle and working, and I think it's very difficult to define. You might have a man who's a manual labourer who considers himself... Uh, working who considers himself uh, middle class and you might have a man who's a professional man who considers himself working class it's very difficult uh, I think generally people like to meet people of their own class and of their own educational background um, What about the hobbies and interests? Is there a place on the form for that sort of thing? Well our form is broken down into 84 categories which uh, interests are about 20 of them which covers literally every general interest you can imagine uh, you know, such as bridge, social work, classical music, sports, pop music, dining out, quiet evenings, etc. It's a very large category. And uh, in most cases, you'll find uh, people fill in probably 40-50% of the interests that they have and the interests that they would like people to have. And surprisingly, usually you'll find that people want, in many cases, opposites. Like you might have somebody who enjoys drinking, doesn't want his partner to drink, or vice versa. Or, and... Uh, some people want people the same as themselves, some people want opposites, and really they get what they ask for. Whether you go to a pub, a dance hall or a disco, 
or whether you join a computer dating agency or a social introductory bureau is a matter for yourself. It is, of course, up to the individual how he or she sets about meeting people. Frankie Byrne has been well known for years to radio listeners for her help in dealing with problems of human relations. And she, too, has her views on how people should meet people. Now, I'm not against dance halls. I think that's where you go to enjoy yourself. But I, it has happened, of course, where two people have met like that, and, and no doubt about that. But I think the chances are very slim there because the men or the boys are going there to enjoy themselves. And nowadays they don't go to very late, so most of them, until the pubs are closed. And I don't think, honestly, marriage is on their mind, <laughs> uh, dances. Uh, I would advise them, uh, um, more or less, they'd have to ask themselves what sort of person they are. I think an awful lot of people lack self-knowledge. And they're more or less just looking out to get a man or get a prospective husband. But if they stop to think, what are their interests? What are their, not hobbies, I don't mean hobbies and interests, but what type of person they are? And um, the best thing, I think, would be to do, number one, is go to some place that interests them. And obviously, I'm talking about evening classes, probably, probably, maybe social work, hospital visits. And then, if they are concerned, caring people themselves, that's where they're likely to bump into somebody doing exactly the same thing because um, I don't have to tell you that there's more in life than sharing a, an interest in jazz or football or rugby or something like that, you know, or having the same hobbies. I think they um, have to be very careful, or they should be, to see that there's the same attitude about how they regard family life, uh, wh whether they're very prudish or they're liberal in their attitude or outlook, whether the religious background would come in. I know this uh, very successful... Uh, marriages of different religious backgrounds, but um, if they're really looking for a husband in a fairly calculated way, calculating way, I think perhaps they should consider these um, uh, similar traits when they're looking for somebody, rather than whether he has a big car or whether he's good-looking or prospect of good jobs.